One world, one world, one market, one market, one market. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to The Orville Podcast. Don't listen to Hollywood Handbook. I drink my soda while I make my podcast. F you, the boys. Wow. It, I think this is the last time I got to say it this way, but hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville podcast. No, not anymore. It is now the official Prodigal Son podcast. And uh, before we get into the, the hows and whys of that, uh, first, let me introduce my great co-host, who I love so much, uh, Miranda. Welcome to the show. Um, Hi. You were what? the security officer, yeah. first mate. Um, I don't know. We, we'll have to come up with, like, uh, I guess every FBI agent is a security officer, yeah. aren't they? That's well, a problem, also, I think. What do I say? Do I still say Alex Arbor Day? Uh, I'm sorry, things got a little crazy for a second there. Could you repeat what you said? Uh, what am I supposed to say? Do I still say Alex Arbor Day? Ooh, that's a good question, too. I don't know. Ugh. We're going to have to figure that out as well. I just don't know. Mm. It, it's just so weird, you know, because for so long, we've been loving the Orville. But Fox says we can't anymore. We're not supposed to. I And I like I said, I'm not getting into that yet, but... Uh, yeah, just welcome to the show, Miranda. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we've also got, huh, criminal expert? I don't know. We've got some sort of an expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hi, yes, I am. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> like, not a good intro there for our uh, uh, for the first-time listeners, but I normally don't uh, cough like that. Um <laughs> I am the number one criminal profiler uh, in just in the on this podcast and probably on any podcast, I think. Uh, and it's something that I do is where I just profile, um, make a profile of the, of the guy uh, or the girl. Can whatever. you do one right now? Um, just kind of like, well, it's like, it's, you know, we start off and it's, you need your email and... Then they'll send you a security thing, and then you go, you know that probably, and uh, then you do a poster picture, and then you're I don't know. This is like could be a could be a person uh, next to a fancy gate, maybe like front of the White House. 
And and this is wait. What, what are we doing now? Um, I'm not following <laughs> none of this. And to be, I've never listened to this podcast before, so maybe I'm not getting an inside joke that you already have. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm building a profile, and this is kind of <laughs> what? what just of uh, any kind of criminal or uh, person <laughs> of interest. Oh, okay. So it's hard because you don't have a specific criminal in mind. Yes. It's like any, yes, thank any, you. any person. Okay. I, see. So, I understand. And I will never turn down a job offer, Miranda. <laughs> you, you know, I was going to pay me for that, I, I think. So I uh, just built her a free profile. So, But that's what and I the do. the profile is somebody standing in front of a gate? Possibly the White House. Possibly the White House. Wow. I, just... Are you calling... Are you calling for criminal actions to be performed on no, 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 people no, no, in the no. White House? No, no, no. No, I am not. And I would never do that because I'm actually, uh, well, even though, well, I am identifying with the show. This actually didn't happen to me, but I feel like I was, I did work for the FBI, but then I got fired. So <laughs> maybe I would actually feel like that, but I don't. Wow. And can Ooh. I just say, I'm ready to have a lot of prodigal fun. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> um and well, I guess it's easiest for Tim uh because he his uh title he just barely had on the officially Orville podcast. So it's easy to let it go. Uh but j- please welcome to the show um Tim, just Tim, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Malcolm Bright Day all around. <laughs> and uh, just a real quick <laughs> to all my Visco girls out there. Oh, and Ayoub? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, don't, I don't understand what any of that was, but I kind of do. Just by, It's like in my peripheral, barely. <laughs> oh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, yeah, like I said, I would get into it. Um, so, yes, of course, we were the official The Orville podcast, and we had a lot of fun watching The Orville. Oh. Um, you know, Seth MacFarlane, oh, Space. Love, love those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aliens, all that stuff. It was so good. We loved every minute of it, but then... Really sad um, that it's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is too bad that it's um, moving to Hulu. Um, who? <laughs> <laughs> Lou. Is that hey what you're looking for? No, I'm just, I'm just getting an urgent update. Hulu has live sports. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Wow. <clears throat> wow. And now Orville's a sport now. Is the Orville going to be live on Hulu? I'm just. I hope they have daily fantasy for Orville episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the executives at Fox um, got a hold of us because, of course, we were the official podcast. And they said, um, we need you guys to stop watching The Orville mm-hmm. because it's moving to Hulu. And you need to start watching this new show, Prodigal Son. And we said, no, we can't watch Prodigal Son. There's nobody in there we know. It's gonna mm-hmm. We're going to be lost, completely lost. I and think, they said, ah, 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 yeah. hold on, not so fast. And we what just waited, kind of- and we just wait. No, we were just waiting there. <laughs> we were like, "What do you mean, yeah, not exactly. so fast?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess 
they got another call at the same time. They put us on call waiting for a second. We didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And so we just, you know, we were on, we had them on speakerphone. We were just sitting there for like five minutes until they came back and said, oh, I'm so, so, so sorry. Uh, yeah, we're back with you guys. Uh, yeah, not so fast because Halston Sage, uh, the, the great Halston Sage with these sexy little legs. And, uh, <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot about her legs. <laughs> how can you forget? How can you forget the day she unleashed those sexy legs? Yeah, and uh, her cleavage popping out of her dress. She's going to be on Prodigal Son. She's one of the the stars of the show so you're going to love this and and they kind of told us that they were we're like is she the main person and they were like yeah yeah she's like yeah, she's yeah yeah and they're like yeah, so she's like the prodigal sure son sure. yeah 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 son can mean thing different yeah it could be her I yeah can, i guess she's the prodigal daughter yeah that's true yeah, what, what is there, gender anyway? And there it's are a lot of questions about good. what prodigal is also and what that means. <laughs> yeah. And that's just um, up in the air. We n- may never know what the prodigal, <laughs> prodigal means. We need to get a words expert on here one day. I thought it was prodigal son. And he was like, I'm prodigal son. <laughs> I thought we are going to hear that at some point. <laughs> Well, we anyway, still I, might. I, yeah. It might be coming up. It could I, be coming. I was pretty sure just with House and Stage Alien Past that it would be like probigal son. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there were very few probes. Like son. Very little S-U-N. prodding in this whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we need to launch a probe into the sun. That's co- That happens actually a lot. And they never reach because it's too hot. And we learned that in the Orville. So thank you, Orville. But goodbye, prodigal sun time. Yeah. Um, yeah, the executives, uh, they said, like, uh, one of the big problems with the Orville was uh, there were so many um, un- extra legal, illegal, mm-hmm. uh, criminal podcasts out there muddying the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, they were sick of, uh, you know, people going to these other podcasts that are even saying they're the official fan podcast and whatnot um, instead of our podcast. They didn't really like that. Yeah. Also, I guess this prodigal son show um, it's, it's they're expecting it to be one of the most popular shows of all time. So they wanted uh, to get out in front of that and give it a little push as well, just to make sure it reaches the numbers it's supposed to. Um, so we're trying to help them out, getting the word out on prodigal son on Fox. It's on one of the days on Fox. Um, I, I should have looked at that before we started. I think oh, it's Wednesday. I feel so bad. I think it's on Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesdays on no Monday. <laughs> Monday, <laughs> Mondays at nine that's eight right. central on that's Fox it. TV. Yep. Now I remember. Well, that's when and, I uh, watched it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched it on Wednesday actually. So, mm. uh, yeah. And we're actually allowed to talk about the Orville for a few more episodes, like um, like we can mention it and stuff. Uh, after which we have to just stop. I mean, I think we have like three more episodes that we can say the Orville even. It's kind of like podcast. When, it's kind of like when you know 
like they call it, I think, like the person you know death agreement, which is like it's like when that's just the name of it, but when it's like when someone you know dies and you only can only talk about them for the three or four more podcasts, and then <laughs> after that you have to say goodbye to them for good. Yeah, exactly. Speak their What's name. that called? Um, the, when the person you don't know, the person you do know dies agreement. Yeah. Okay. And it's legal. Yeah, pretty well known as well. Yeah, I just don't remember the name of it. <laughs> I don't really either. But it's, I mean, get, it's something like that. I feel a little bad that we never watched the fin- the finale of uh, the Orville. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh, what are you gonna do? Huh? True. Miranda, were you saying something? Ah, uh, no. Oh, okay. I, I guess I'm just like saying you like you can't. Saying something. You can't just like you can't just like give in to all of your basest urges all the time right that's what right that's what separates humans mm. from animals it's like that's we what can... the mocklins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is lent for us sure True. yeah that's the same as what i was saying no yes. orville finale yeah just to prove we're not animals anymore yeah because I... I was an animal <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay to maybe like five or ten years from now just like sneak that on maybe just for a minute sneak the finale on just for a couple minutes when like you know prodigal son's not looking yeah maybe like 15 20 years from now when prodigal son is finally um you know the prodigal son is retired mm-hmm. yeah then then we can maybe talk about the Oroville again uh, although the executives did say we could still, uh, once in a while, if we want to talk about like Scott Grimes projects or, um, you know, other okay, things good, that aren't. I, I was really yeah. worried that we weren't going to get to talk about Scott anymore. Yeah, that would be bad. And I really hope, I mean, the the, the dream would be if Scott guest stars on a Prodigal Son or <laughs> episode, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, he would be such a good killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that now that he and Kelly broke up which one which one of them do you think is gonna be forced out of the show oh yeah well i mean that's hard it's like it's like your first love versus your best friend you know and i mean (laughs) seth i don't know what he's gonna choose but i mean i think i think he's gonna go with his best friend and i think gordon will stay and kelly's gonna have to go which Really would well, be that sucks because so I don't want to cool. see Kelly on Prodigal Son. Oh yeah, okay. So no, that would be bad. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so maybe we should start some sort of pitch to. We should do some sort of like you know undercover stuff with Hulu and try to get them to fire Scott Grimes. Maybe just like do some fake tweets of him saying <laughs> some slurs or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because that's that's not okay for Hulu, but Fox would probably be okay with it. I feel like. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. We it can't be so bad that he can't then guest star on Prodigal Son. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a pretty big window there. I think so. I think we'll be good with. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank God we didn't have to switch to the Hulu show because uh, I actually have been banned from Hulu because I. Uh, <laughs> I commented, please show Scott Grimes' feet on all the episodes of Party of Five. 
<laughs> and it's been canceled for years, I know, but I thought maybe there was like some uh, deleted scenes they could add in or something. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I did get banned from there. And uh, just they... wh- why did they ban you? Well, because I was, uh, you know, I, I don't know. And actually, I've <laughs> been speaking to lawyers about this. Um, I would, I hope to be able to get back on there someday. Um, I don't really watch a lot of TV, but I do love to post on episodes. So <laughs> I can't wait just to see one of those this. Things where like, tell me what the thing is. It's just one of those things. It's okay. <laughs> there's, a del- there's a delay on here. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, they're just they're just like they're just like on autopilot. You know, they're just like sheep. They just they just see a grown man commenting, "Please show me the feet of this baby," and they think, "Oh, that must be wrong." But then when you like dig into it, what you know, just what it's just nature. Mm-hmm. Hey, now, Scott Grimes was an adult when he was on Party of Five. I'm not <laughs> totally clear on what Party of Five is. He's a baby. Did you, <laughs> did you think he was is a Party of Five, like, from the 70s? <laughs> Do you think Party of Five was about five babies He's, hanging out? Tim, that... are you thinking about Rugrats? Yes. <laughs> like... Oh, yes. <laughs> Tommy and Chucky and Scotty, I thought. Uh, Party of Five ran from 1994 to the year 2000, so... Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so based on our well, Scott I was knowledge... J- I was joking, so... <laughs> I mean, e- either way, it's okay to see, like, adult or baby. It's not weird. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Feet are okay to look at. It's what you do after you look at the picture, and then that <laughs> will kind of get but- into some... <laughs> And that's what the moderators at Hulu's told me that I should not have put that part yes. into my post. Yes. <laughs> like what I plan to do said, once they edit it. You said show me the feet because and then it was like a thousand more words. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm glad uh, we're not moving to Hulu. Um I'm glad we're still on over the air TV on Fox. Unbannable. Um, exactly. Broadcast. You yeah. just need an antenna and you got it. And I don't think Fox.com even has a comment section, so um, no, that's, no, no. <laughs> I just I'll just post those on like our website or something like that instead. <laughs> just tweet tweet it out on our account. <laughs> Show more Scott Crimes feet, please. <laughs> like every, just not every at three anyone, hours. Just just generally. <laughs> just and <laughs> sign it, Greggy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate to like get back to Prodigal Son, but oh, yeah, I, if yeah. if they do um have Scott Grimes on, I think we should all let uh just let it be known now that we will not stand for another smear campaign on our good buddy uh in New Jersey uh just Chief Justice oh, yeah. O'Malley. <laughs> right. Environment mm. O'Malley. Yeah. I forget his name. Doug? Is that his name? Doug. Yeah, Doug O'Malley, that's Doug. right. Yes. Doug O. Doug O. But yeah, so we watched episode one of The Prodigal Son. I think it was just, uh, it was titled Pilot, I think. Uh, it didn't have a a real mm, title or whatever. Yeah. I think that yeah, meant more, more than, than we think. 
Oh yeah, Do you, were there pilots in it? I didn't notice any pilots. Well, I guess if you think about it, our brains are kind of like just piloting this skeletal muscle mech suit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. true. Okay. Our brains are like uh, that's who we are. And it, this so, was this was about brains. In a no. way, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, my actually yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <clears throat> so, so the- yeah, it was about pilots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy. Malcolm Bright, the good son, he was fired from the FBI for insubordination and antagonizing his colleagues, as it says here on IMDb. Um, The prodigal son is hired as a consultant by his old friend, NYPD Lieutenant Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, I don't remember what he did that was bad in the FBI, but I think they did show something. What was it that he did? Oh, he, it was he. It's like he, some somebody else killed the guy, and he was mad about it. Oh yeah, he punched the guy for for shooting okay. another guy in the back. I of the see. Head. I see how you don't that you don't see that he did anything wrong, or you don't under, really understand. But yes, he did punch a, a cop, which I stand with the brothers in blue, uh, and uh, <laughs> you know that is still the illegal. worst crime. Is literally he's a cop killer. He's a cop puncher. Yes, second degree. <laughs> It's a second degree. He has a second degree black belt. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. And that's why the punch was so... That's why it was fireable offense, because they were like, that you could have killed him. With that I, I heard his hands are registered as lethal weapons. Yes, they are. Well, then, okay, no wonder he got fired. I, mean, they, I feel like they should have said that in, the, called, in the show. He calls his right Mel Gibson and his left Danny Glover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There was a in the office scene. If you paused it and you have a 4K TV and you zoomed in, there was a certificate on the wall of his office that was like <laughs> deadly weapon registration. <laughs> and then it just said Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. <laughs> this was on was the a, office? Yeah. And there was a line where he said, I legally <laughs> I have to. We were talking about Prodigal Son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, they're in the same universe. Oh, okay. I think this guy was in Scranton. The killer, the first killer, was in Scranton. Okay. Because if you you think about it, there's no one named Michael Bright in the original Office run. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it's if there's a Michael Bright, it's like of course he's in the Office universe. Mm -hmm. They're not going to name him Stanley from the Office, right? Exactly. If his name was Jim Halpert, you'd go, okay, it's a different universe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not going to call him creed from the office it's michael bright and i think there was something he did uh other than antagonize his uh the guys he worked with or something i think he like it starts off where he's just like he's just like uh the forest and i love nature and then they're like hey we're uh trying to rescue some hostages and you're like oh oh yeah okay all right let's go and it kind of feels like he's always just I don't know. Something's going on in that crazy head of his and where he doesn't, you know, he's like so confident, but he's so cool, you know, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, I don't really have to be paying attention because I'm already 20 steps ahead of you guys. So 
I can think about what the cicadas are doing and tell you a little bit of nature. And then you can be like, oh, there's we have hostages to save. And I'm like, yeah, I've been waiting on you guys, actually. Yeah. And he does a lot of, like, really big grins uh, uh. for no reason. Like, uh, I think that kind of sets people on edge and they're looking for a reason to get rid of him. Because mm-hmm. he, he's doing big eyes and big grins all the time. I love the part where they take, uh, they fire him, and then he, after they fire him, he, like, puts his, he takes out his gun and he puts on the table and he's like, just so you know, when you tell someone you're firing them for being crazy, you should take their gun before you tell them that or something. Mm. Remember that part? Yeah, I remember that, because I also thought he was gonna, I thought he was gonna kill them. (laughs) I was like, do they know he has his gun? Because, I, you see, I built a profile about this guy <laughs> right away when we started watching. I'm like, okay. And that's kind of what I was explaining to you guys earlier. I know you guys kind of were like in Snoozeville, but I was like, I mean, look, I'm building a legit profile about this guy. You said he's been somewhere with a gate. <laughs> yes. Possibly the one in front of where? Possibly the White House. Possibly, possibly not. Possibly, maybe not. Maybe in front of a butcher's farm and he's thinking oh the guy is a butcher because he's the skin is like me do you guys remember that part where he's yeah like, he's like oh, i knew it was you because mm-hmm. the skin was all so smooth you treated like a butcher would get at the meat market at the meat market you treated no, it like a butcher I... at the meat market that's how he sounds <laughs> too, by that. the way <laughs> if you guys haven't watched the show that's how the main character sounds yeah, that was uncanny. Oh, I forgot to mention the very first scene is like he's a little boy and his dad uh, is like, oh, they're going to take me away now or something like that. And then you find out his dad is is being arrested by the cops mm-hmm. and it takes a little while for them to tell us why. Yeah, his dad's um, doing some yeah, big but smiles. If, you, if you've read yeah. anything about the show, you might, <laughs> <laughs> you might have some hints. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, right away you know that this guy's the surgeon. Just by the smile, you're like, oh, that's the surgeon, you know? Uh, speaking of which, let's. Uh, I've got a little a little clip for us to enjoy uh, from the show introducing okay. the surgeon to us. I'll remember this show, finally. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we watched it a while ago. There's no such thing as monsters. Tonight, the serial killer known as the surgeon may finally be behind bars. Thank God. The NYPD arrested Dr. <laughs> Martin Whitley in connection to at least 23 murders. Neighbors say their relief is mixed with shock that one of New York's most prominent families may have produced a monster. Monster, monster. Dahmer. Game. Kemper. What if psychopathy is not a disease? What if it's a kind of genius? My name is Malcolm Bright. My father is one of the most notorious serial killers since Jack the Ripper. He's a predatory sociopath. The Quartet. Series of four murders committed in 92. He took their lives, stole them from their family. Each victim is injected with a different cocktail of paralytic agents that shut their bodies down one system at a time. That's how the surgeon tranquilized his victims. Tea laced with ketamine. He has a cancer. He will destroy you. There's so much more I can teach you about murder. Wow. You know what to me is the saddest part is it was it was one of New York's most prominent families. <laughs> yeah. Like if it was just some hoodlum whatever, who cares? But this mm-hmm. was like a rich guy. And what's you the mayor? 
What's really cool is that it seems like they're still pretty prominent in in a lot of ways. After watching <laughs> the episode, is that I'm glad that that didn't I'm, destroy I'm really the that family. They got, to, <laughs> they got to keep their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I don't know if any of the victims had families, but I don't. You know, that's. I mean, that's really. It's not, he not has prominent a at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not as prominent. And didn't the mayor would probably step in and rightfully so would say, "No, this is." A prominent family, and I refuse to <laughs> to allow this. Yeah, a little later in the um, show, the good son himself, uh, Michael Bright, goes to his father's um, his, his cell or whatever, and it's like uh, he's got like a little library and stuff, and he says that like Saudi billionaires have been paying him mm. to like uh, do stuff for them. I guess like he's their doctor or something. Uh, very, very weird, but I guess, uh, yeah, if you're that prominent, you, you, you keep making money, you know? Look, when you're good, you're good. And I think this is kind of a a lesson. I think it's maybe just a little joke, uh, you know, just they're having a little fun with uh, when people are, you know, are canceled that they'll still be able to get work and things will still be good for them, uh, you know, long after they've you know, punished or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what? Like, uh, so the surgeon killed four people and his grizzly. Well, at least 23 people. Oh, 23 people? <laughs> yeah. At least. I thought it was only I mean, the quartet. No, no, no. Oh, the, the, no. the quartet is just his masterwork. The, the quartet <laughs> is, is his starry night. You know, it's like, uh, it's his, uh, yes, exactly. It's his masterpiece and his, uh, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, like, even if you don't, even if it's like not your thing, even if the quartet isn't really your thing, you have to just like objectively <laughs> admire what yeah. he did with the with the form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a masterwork. Like how he, like the just the different cocktails of drugs to subdue the <laughs> victims and keep them, you know, with the, to experience the the most amount of pain. You know, uh, it's just yeah, like. You, you can't do anything but kind of tip your cap to the guy. And yes, so, okay, those 23 people he killed, that was bad. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody can agree with that. Clap yourself well, on the well. back. You know, tap, you know, well done. You've discovered that the surgeon did a bad thing. Okay, whatever. But moving past that, and what do you expect him to do for the rest of his life? He's got to make money somehow, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Like, I honestly think that they threw a couple of his, like, a couple of those people probably actually needed surgery, you know? And maybe they things went wrong. There were complications. And that's not, like, they even imply it later, you know? Like, later on, some people die. So, it just happened. So, maybe the number was actually 19 or 21. And a couple were just legit surgery problems. So, I mean, I mean, just get off his back a little yeah. bit. It's weird that they're not talking about that. <laughs> There's a media bias uh, on the surgeon. You can see it right off the bat when they're talking about how the community's relieved that he's in jail. Well, what if you need emergency surgery and he's not, he's in jail now? Huh. Exactly. It's so true. Is the thing. It's like they don't even talk about that. They don't even talk about that. It's Uh, and it just so happens that um, 
on his first case outside of the FBI, working as a consultant for the NYPD, um, there's a copycat killer that is doing the same uh, murders as his father of the quartet. He's uh, doing a second quartet of his own. Um, so, of course, Diamond Lou comes and gets him and uh, brings him in to help with the cops. And uh, the, the the crazy thing is Malcolm Bright, I mean, Michael Bright, I'm sorry, I, I said the wrong name. But Michael Bright, he gets into the mind of a killer mm. and he thinks like a killer. And that's how he catches killers. And that is so wild. Like, we have never seen a character like that on television or movies <laughs> um, ever before. And the the characters in the show, like, respond to it in that way. Um, how, you know, that's a completely unknown thing. Yeah, and it's so, I mean, it's just such fresh, untrodden territory <laughs> that there's maybe a thin line between genius doctor and psychopath and between psychopath and psychopath hunter. Mm-hmm. I've never seen either of those things before. And that's, honestly, it's a little hard for me to accept, but I'm willing. I just think, like, the characters pull it off, like, I'm sorry, the actors pull it off where the characters just feel so real. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow, okay, yeah, maybe maybe I can believe this. And I, okay, I mean, I don't want to skip too far ahead, but the realest character in this show, I'm, I'm, we're all thinking it, is yes. mom. Oh, mom. Oh, mom, yes. Yeah. Mom. Well, yeah. She's just so realistic, so round as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three-dimensional, eight-dimensional. Mm-hmm. What are those dimensions? <laughs> <laughs> height width okay, okay. depth uh-huh. radius okay yeah sexiness it's five yeah Age. she is pretty okay. hot um and pretty young it's, as well she's yeah, uh sexy only 12 years different. older She's only 12 years older than her son. Some say the surgeon's first crime uh, was impregnating her. Okay, well, but, but he was also 12. Yeah, He's that's also the 12 thing. years older than his son. So, is yeah, that true? A, yeah. Yeah. In a, in a very strange bit of actually okay casting, like, uh, yeah, the mom and dad are the same age, which is very interesting. But then they're also only 12 years older than the lead character. So that, like, the, you win some, you lose some, you know? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe she just looks really good. And when you are oh, she, first... She looks great. Yeah, when, she's hot as hell. When you're first introduced to mom, uh, as uh-huh. we'll pro- I think we should refer to from here on out, just call her mom, and then maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll call the surgeon dad. We can call him the surgeon, we can call him dad, but, um, and then we are maybe the prodigal son, um, but um, maybe, I don't know, maybe we're hostage. stage, but uh, when we're first introduced to her, it's kind of like, like, they make a very, they make it very clear for him right away to say, hey, this is my mom. He kind of, he almost looks at Cameron, he's like, by the way, guys, this is my mom. Don't, this is not weird. This is my mom. <laughs> I know yeah. she's, I know she's, looks like she could be my wife, but she's my mom. <laughs> yeah, because she, like, breaks into his apartment and is, like, making herself a drink uh, when he gets there. Yeah, and then they make sure they make yeah. her extra mom like, like super worried about him, and like she says, like, oh, I remember when I changed your diapers, you know, all that stuff. 
Remember when we changed each other's diapers? <laughs> <laughs> or wait, does she does she break in like after he's sleeping? No, I think he is coming home from a day of okay <clears throat> profiling. Um, but I do want to talk about him sleeping though, because it is <laughs> wild. This guy, he's oh, yeah. so, he's so like, he's on a razor's edge. I feel like, yeah, like yeah. at any p- moment he could go over and he is well aware of that. He takes, um, like 16 pills in the morning, but then when he wakes up, you find out he suffers from severe night terrors so much so that he sleeps strapped to his bed. Yeah. He's. Like a vicious animal. I don't know how to uh, <laughs> else say it. He looks like Hannibal Lecter. Uh, you know how some people wear a mouth guard uh, mm. just so they don't grind their teeth? Yeah, this guy, is, he's he's elevated the whole game um, where he's looking pretty scary, actually, at some points. Yeah. He, he has, he, I don't know if you guys remember, but he attacks, uh, <laughs> like sleep attacks. His partner or his new partner or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's later on in the show. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, so, yes, Diamond Lou um, comes and he, he takes uh, the prodigal son to um, the scene of a crime to go investigate um, this this copycat killer who's recreating the quartet. Uh, I've got a, a little clip from when he is introduced to these guys. If we want to go to that tab. Gil, housekeeper found the body this morning. Vanessa Hobbs was 43, unmarried, and rich. There's my type. So you're a necrophiliac? What? No. Who's this guy? <laughs> JT, bright, bright. JT, you're not gonna look at him. Excuse me. So you're a profiler? Mm-hmm. Looks like our victim already filled out her profile. She was looking to bang. Bang. Uh, do you always associate intercourse with violence? Bro, right now you're the only thing I'm associating work. Such tight dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at a body right now. What's the matter? Nothing. It's kind of my thing. I imagine the crime from the killer's point of view helps me understand his state of mind. So, you think that's well, so kind of my thing. No one else does <laughs> that. No one else does that. <laughs> it's a gift. It's he's, exist, yeah. he's so like nonchalant, isn't yeah, he? You know, just a, it. It. I don't. He feels like. Have you guys seen the Hannibal or Mindhunter? And it's like no. If, what's that? Yeah. Uh, what is that? No. Okay. What is Hannibal. Mind Hannibal craft? and Mindhunter is a buddy cop. Uh, where Hannibal and the Mind Hunter go searching for Brainstee, right? Okay. So what these two do is they go inside oh, the buildings. They're two. Uh, trash men they collect trash <laughs> and they go into people's backyards and they dress up like raccoons they go in the rocket raccoon suit They're like oi what are you doing and the other one's like oh, i'm looking at the for the brains <laughs> and then the, they go into the, the, your kitchen they eat your your pasta your gabagool and you know tony soprano comes out and he's like pissed off he's like get these two fucking raccoons out of my backyard and then so they're running and they're looking for some sort of some just any bus to get on, right? They get on the bus. Who's driving the bus? What, this happens every episode. <laughs> this is the intro to every episode. It's kind of like <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it's like you know how at the beginning of uh family guy uh where they do the song oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. it's like that. yeah the part yeah so Liffin cray yeah. yeah so this guy is this guy is kind of like those guys who jt is no, the no, no, the prodigal son. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, JT sorry. is like Hannibal and Mindhunter, but if they're played by Ace Ventura, oh. like something like <laughs> just the expressions and the goot, like he's just like, uh, like I keep expecting him to do Ace Ventura shit, you know? Like, oh, yeah. he's silly and goofy. I like him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think we've met all of the characters so far. Um, so we can now. Uh, compare each of the characters to who they would be on the Orville. Oh, good. I think we forgot one. Oh, did we miss one? Oh. Well, Helston Sage, I don't have a clip for Helston. Um, that's, I think, Jessica. What What is her name on it? I had the Wikipedia page open. Why didn't you have a clip for Halston? Ainsley. Ainsley, that's right. Ainsley. Yes. Oh, mother is Jessica. I apologize. Oh yeah, mom. I guess I could I could look one up real quick. Do you want me to look one up? No, I, I want to kind go, of yeah <laughs> go further towards the end. Okay. Of this. Uh, yeah, but Helston Sage that is Ainsley. That's his sister. Um, she is a reporter, and she uses the power of her mind that was given to her by her serial killer dad <laughs> to be able to find the hottest scoops about um things that are going on in the city of New York. Uh, so that's all the characters. Um, first of all, the surgeon, that seems obvious to me. That one is Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're both of yeah. the, the bad yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, it- I could totally see the surgeon with Durulio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, I mean, they're, they didn't used to go out, but, you know, he used to be his dad. He used to hang out with him and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and then they broke up. Derulio's probably the mom then, right? Oh, yeah. Like sex, yeah that's good. Sexual. Hmm. I, I hadn't thought of that, but that is really good. I like that. What were you going to say? Uh, I didn't have one for the mom. I actually forgot oh, okay. about the mom when I thought of... Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Prodigal Son is the Orville, of course. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> Not as good an actor... But good. Mm, but still, yeah. he carries the show. Um, I don't know. He, had, he doesn't have my full confidence like the Orville does. Like, Lou Diamond I Phillips mean, did feel like sometimes he... I was like, you're looking oh, like the Orville right now sometimes. Orville? Sometimes I'm looking at him like, maybe you're the secret Orville. Well, well Greg, who, who did you say Lou Diamond Phillips was? Yeah, I think... Well, that that's hard. I think he's either... He's either Scott Grimes or he's Bordas. Hmm. <laughs> I think okay. he's Scott Grimes <laughs> because he is kind of the friend. But JT is kind of funny like Scott Grimes. But JT, well, I hate to say he's John Lamar because he is like the that. only person. You're not allowed to. You, you literally can't do that. Yeah, so not, I can't say that. So I think uh, JT I, has to be Scott Grimes. I think and, JT uh, is Bordis because he doesn't get oh. he doesn't get the really good joke. That, oh, that's true. That he, where he goes, all right. Oh, you're like a necrophiliac. Like the first thing. Hey, oh, hey, nice to yeah. meet you. What are you? Some kind of fucking necrophiliac? He's yeah. also 
to to imply that JT is like best friend quality the way that Scott Grimes is, I don't mm-hmm. know about that. Yeah. yeah. See, now I was thinking the girl, uh, the sorry, the woman detective. I'm not sure her name. Um, mm-hmm. Do we have a name on her? Has anybody got a? I think we a, don't any, have a name for her. Okay. <laughs> I think we're okay. going to get one. Uh, you know, not yet in the show, but we're going to get one. Oh. And, uh, Detective Dina Powell? No, that's a different one. I know she's from the Bronx, so she's tough as nails, right? Um, but she's uh, she gives off major Alara vibes, which is weird because I'm I'm looking at Halston Sage. Uh, also. Oh yeah, but you know she's kind of like protecting. Him yeah, in some I considered way. Halston to be Alara. Mm. No, but I think you're right. The tough, the tough detective. I mean, kind of has to be Alara. Like, who else would wow. she be? Hmm. I think maybe that was her role at first, and then they said, "You're too, you two are too, too much sexual tension. We're gonna have to make you a sister." <laughs> <laughs> Who's new? New Alara? Um, Who's new Alara? Oh, um, Tala. Yeah, Tala. Tala. The Tala. <laughs> Tala Terra. <laughs> like how yeah, we all I think just Halston got silent. Could be the new Alara. <laughs> <laughs> Alston yeah. could be new Alara, yeah, or Doctor Finn. She's, I feel like she's gonna be oh, doing yes. or, or, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, or maybe, because she's just gonna be side sidelined and she, she's totally yes. different. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna do some healing stuff and then occasionally some weird like sexual stuff <laughs> with a robot. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to make her have sex with a killer. It's going to be, eventually, she's going to be dating one of the serial killers that... Yeah. It's going to happen. I hate to say it, but it will. Um, just like uh, Isaac was a mass murderer in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, he I killed. guess Isaac would be the first killer on the show. <laughs> He's bald. <laughs> Un- unsure of his body. <laughs> Um, but I think we've mapped everybody out to who they would be. Uh, so everybody is very clear on who the, the people in this show are. Um, so you could stop now and watch the episode and then come back and listen to the rest of it. Um, we did say several spoilers. Uh, so I apologize for that. But Yeah, now that you have kind of more of a framework to view the show and you know to make this transition for all our listeners and the viewers... A little easier now you know who to kind of identify with when you make that transition after going to that crime scene uh malcolm bright he thinks i know now like uh what this killer is doing he's doing the quartet um but he's got one more to go because uh diamond lou says he's only killed three so far and he says well there's he's still at work um and so he says well you should maybe go see your dad and he says no way i'll never go see my dad um, but then he does, he goes and sees his dad and his dad, uh, I think he kind of like, he's trying to do like, uh, like chess on his son, but it, he, little does he know his son is something of a chess master himself. He keeps right up with him. I have a question. Oh yeah. Go right ahead. Um, where is the dad? Where is he being question. kept? He's Great in the, question. He's in the cell next to Jeffrey Epstein's, I think. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. I mean, he's the one who did it. It doesn't look like he's next to anybody or in any kind of prison. Like he's in like a facility. Pri- he's in like a private prison, but it's more of just like a 
underground house loft area. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like a teacher in a private school, but he's chained to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, our Saudi friends always have use for uh, whatever kind of surgeon he said he was. A disgraced whatever kind of surgeon. Yeah, the Saudis are always so coming true. over like. My dog got hit by a car. Save my dog. And he's like, I swore to never surgery again. And of course, if you have enough money, you can buy a, like a different cell. And uh, that's why all the richest people that get arrested, they don't go to like a r- usual jail. Well, I mean, this is kind of true, but really they just buy off and they don't ever have to go to jail. But you don't really see a lot of, like, really rich people having really fancy jail cells. No. Uh, But I guess this guy was able to do it somehow. Okay. And and the prodigal son is allowed to just, like, be in the cell with him. Well, well, as I was going to say throughout, like, the beginning of the, like, the first half of the episode, it keeps cutting to him, like, in the cell with his dad. And you're, you're not really sure... Well, like he at one point he's wearing a Harvard shirt just to let you know that he's actually younger in this because yeah. you're like I don't know what age this guy is he's ten years old younger than his mom and dad who knows what's going on here but so they keep showing that and then like his dad's like breaking out of the chains and you're like oh does his dad have superpowers like what is the surgeon really capable of and then you're like no he's just dreaming and th- those are the night sort sort of right. night terrors he keeps having they're all with him in this cell with his dad. And that's yeah. what like makes it so scary that he's finally going to go back to visit him, uh, and we're all the audience. We're all like, "Holy shit, he's he shouldn't go back there," but he does. And uh, but yeah, like I don't know. It's just like a a little. But he library. also just like goes in the cell in in real life. Yeah, he's like in a library. Like his punishment is he has to live in a library, <laughs> and he can have unsupervised visitors. Still like, do yeah. what, still do what he loves to do, which is cut cut people up and. Do free surgeries, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I would say my one critique of this show is that some of those scenes, um, it was hard to tell if it was a dream or not. Mm, But that's kind of I thought it was real, and it turned out it was a dream. (laughs) No, no, it's a critique. It would be better (laughs) if it was more straightforward. Yeah, make it like because he'd be like, "Whoa, what's this?" And then he just wakes up. It should fade white, like do like a white fade and go. You know, like like a harp playing real quick. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that would be helpful. Like Wayne's World. Have him lay down on a pillow, close his eyes, and then do this scene. Don't just throw this scene at well, me. Because if you're him, if you're him experiencing this, you know your last memory is okay. My, the last thing that happened was I went to bed and fell asleep, mm-hmm. and now I'm in my dad's cell and I'm a boy. So we didn't know that. So it's not fair. It's like they're lying to us, basically. Yeah. Also, the mom's not <laughs> the mom, not enough sexual attention with the mom and the boy. <laughs> That's my other critique. <laughs> there is one shot that you guys might have missed where um it shows like cops putting like uh manacles on the dad before the son goes into the cell with him. So, like, he can't necessarily lunge at his son and, like, murder him or whatever while he's in there. But I do think it's very unusual for people, you know, like your son or whatever, to be able to come into your prison cell when you are a murderer who's killed, you know, more than 20 people. Well, if you guys ever watched Hannibal and Mindhunter, there are a lot of scenes like this where 
they are in the Rocket Raccoon costumes, but they're interviewing killers of the past. But they do have to, um, you know, the killers are normally, like, no longer violent. I don't I don't understand. It, it, it is weird, uh, in even in Hannibal and Mindhunter, that they allow this to happen. But I guess it was really important in building the profiles of the killers. Because, really, guys, if... <laughs> I don't know. Actually, if this guy's be, his whole thing is I can think like a killer, why does he have to keep going to his dad? Because dad's like, well, I actually think better like a killer because I am a killer. So maybe his gift isn't so that great. It's just maybe that's my critique of the show. Okay, we're we're not really supposed to be doing critiques of the show, I, yeah, and I got uh, a little carried away there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Fox. Sorry, Joel. Yeah. Joel's our rep at Fox Company. <laughs> You're gonna we, hear we still it on for Joel. Wednesday night sushi, Joel? <laughs> he loves this place, Benihana. I haven't been yet, but I hear it's great. Are you guys going to go together now that you live in New York? Is that your, that's oh, your lifestyle now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize He's going to fly invited. everyone out to LA. We're going to Benihana. Oh. So you guys are in New York, but we're flying all out to LA. <laughs> yeah well because like we well, come on what are you gonna go out in new york no you go out in la mm-hmm. yeah if you're not well, a new yorker you might not who's know eating that. ice cream <laughs> you, you know what joel said to me oh he tried to get me to start who's eating ice cream joel said to me who's eating ice I think cream Kev was saying something <laughs> no joel said to me who's eating ice cream and i think this was i think maybe he knows that Tim is always fucking eating ice cream. <laughs> you so, guys, we okay. got to talk about the show. Uh, do we have to? Okay, jo- real quick. Joel said to me to try to get like this thing going. He says, we'll say like, Prodigal Son is going to be mad popular, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of get that going. He did say he wanted us to like, place it kind of naturally in the show so i don't know well what do you what's more natural we're talking about joel and that's what joel told me to say i mean yeah that's true yeah joel you can't get mad at that the prodigal son is going to be mad popular son so <laughs> i mean it's just true it's mm-hmm. it's like no matter how it comes up it's a true statement the prodigal son he goes and tries to talk to his dad um, he says he thinks it's one of his dad's patients because he's got kind of, uh, an inside scoop on how to do the quartet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he says, if you don't tell me who it is, dad, cause I know, you know, I'll never come back again. Uh, and so his dad just tells him who the killer is because he does know it's one of his patients, I guess. Um, this, uh, wealthy, this wealthy guy, um, who is having a party, I think, with the mayor and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And actually, <laughs> the prodigal son's mom is at this party of the killer, isn't she? Mm, maybe. Uh, yes. Sure. I don't know. Feels I think like so, it. because because the and detective is too, there right? with him. Oh, yeah, Isn't probably Halston so. There? That sounds right. Uh, now, because did you, she's, did... like, looking over at him, and he says... Uh, don't don't let her look at me or something like that to the the detective that comes with him, um, the lady that we didn't know whose the name was, and actually it is Detective Dina Powell. I now see on IMDb. And did we skip a major part where 
they, they there's something where they're like, oh, there's this guy Dino. It's Dino. And then they go, yeah. they go, to the, they go to the house, and there's this guy <laughs> sitting in a chair. Oh yeah, God, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. How did we forget? Yeah, the this is pretty much the greatest scene in the whole show, where um, they figure out that they narrow it down to some guy based on a phone call on the, from the victim or something like that, and uh, they get to this house because uh, this guy's like a surgeon or something like that. He has access to. So surgery tools, utensils. So I think it's Dino. They call him, the phone rings. And then, so they're like, oh, I think he's inside. The phone rings and then stops. So they're like, oh shit, he's probably inside. So they break in and they do a very light clear, all clear of the house. <laughs> like a very light, like <laughs> we're in the kitchen. All, like here's, a, here's something on the left, like all clear. And uh, then they just kind of relax for a second. And then, you see that there's just a giant, like, a uh, plastic sheet going, just dividing the entire apartment. So there's a whole <laughs> other half of this apartment that they just, they never looked on the right. They just walked in and they just said, uh, this, I see a sheet. This must be a weird wall and this is not the rest of the apartment. So actually the killer is still inside the apartment. There's some guy sitting on a chair, right? And he's got a bomb yeah. in the chair. <laughs> hey, this guy builds bombs too. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> he's... He's a prominent mm-hmm. guy, this, this guy. So, anyway, um, what what happens next? Uh... They see the killer. He jumps out and goes to run away. Mm-hmm. Um, the other detective goes to follow him, and after he gets away for a little bit, the killer does not um, do a good job. Sorry, I mean the detective Dina. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> Dina. Okay, so Dina and Dino. Okay, so I don't think maybe the guy's name was like Nino, actually. Anyway, Dina <laughs> does not do a good job chasing the killer. Just, she doesn't even, like, run down the stairs or anything. I feel like she just, it's just a bad job overall. Yeah, he gets say. away, and uh, he opens his cell phone and uh, makes the call. And the timer on the bomb under the guy's butt in the in the apartment starts counting down from, like, two minutes or something like that. Um, so the prodigal son goes and runs into the kitchen, immediately finds an igloo, free, uh, an igloo, uh, cooler. I think yeah. it was in the freezer of this yeah, guy's apartment. Yeah. He tells JT, he's like, ice, I need ice, I need ice. And now me, I'm thinking like abolish ice. Right. But no, he knows, JT knows to go into the kitchen, open the freezer. Thank God. Like, it looks like an empty fridge, but luckily he was, the guy was like, I'm going to have like. 50 or 60 ice cubes at the ready in trays <laughs> with, like you said, with the igloo cooler just there, perfect for a hand because mm-hmm. the guy's strapped to the chair by his hand. And you know what prodigal son thinks? I'm going to chop this bitch off. I'm chopping your hand off. Yeah. Whoa. And luckily for him, there was a big, a big ax just there. Somehow. Yes. This guy has a very interesting, uh, apartment layout with or whatever was <laughs> it's going almost on. like he perfectly set up his apartment to, to you know accommodate and, someone <laughs> to be someone chopping someone's arm up <laughs> yeah to be tortured and then rescued it's like it's like <laughs> I, i'm I setting this up <laughs> he was maybe the master plan of all <laughs> i don't know how how it works when you're writing a pilot in my mind you're on less of a deadline because you're like you know, I'm I'm not going to submit it to Fox as my pitch until I'm done with it. <laughs> but it seems like maybe they ran out of time and we're just like, uh, 
Okay, so he just finds an axe, and then he just finds a cooler with a bunch of ice. And what do we have, like, three minutes for this whole scene? Okay, we're going to squeeze it in. They're like, let's make it a minute and a half, even though... But there, there is actually... A, I think there is some issue here, because JT's like... He sees, like, some screws or whatever on the guy's wrist. He's like, I'll go get a screwdriver. And then, and then he goes, no, grab ice. So then he's grabbing the ice. And then when he comes up and he sees, he sees him raising the axe, JT's like, no, wait, no, wait. And I'm thinking, then why did you go get the ice? Like, if, like, what do you think he told you to go get the ice for? I don't know. He's like, (laughs) like, he told him, he's like, we only got a minute left. Go get ice. And the guy's like, okay, I'll go get ice. I have no idea why, but I'm going to get him some ice. Like, I, I don't know. But he says, like, no, wait, like, don't chop off that guy's arm. Um, and then, you know, thankfully they don't show it because man, that would have been real. Yeah. It cuts to out in the street. The guy is holding his arm up to his chest. Uh, I don't remember there being a lot of blood. It seems like there would be a lot of blood, but well, they he, had the ice. So yeah, yeah they, had, they have a bag around it or like a cloth or something around his hand. And then, yeah. they, you know, and, but they put a rubber band around the, the stub. Yeah, it as a tourniquet. <laughs> I did think that he was going to end up being the killer because I was like, "There's no way that would be spending so much time on this guy unless he was like a big part of this mystery, right?" Mm-hmm. Or at least, yeah, like he had a lot of facts about the killer and really <laughs> yeah. helped us find the killer. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> there was like I a- think it was kind of setting us up. It's it's like character building to let us know that the prodigal son is is. Just any time, he will cut someone's arm off without hesitation. <laughs> yeah, he's like a he's like from like a '90s video game or something. I don't know. He's like, yeah, woo-hoo. I don't know. He's got that like crazy. I don't know. He's like banjo kazooie energy <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't even remember that what that that game is really. But he's got that kind of high so energy banjo kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he comes out of the, the apartment building hugging this igloo cooler to his chest. Um, he's, he's His face is splattered with blood, and uh, he's grinning like a maniac again with his eyes completely wide open and stuff. Because um, he's fucked up. Yeah, and uh, he approaches the ambulance and says, here, let me give you a hand. And uh, that was when I said, fuck you. <laughs> um, uh, two, that's, two when I said, that's when I said, fuck yeah. And then they- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. Yes, I said, fuck yeah. That's what it was. Uh, I misremembered. Um, yeah, that was pretty awesome when he said, let me give you a hand. I, I got to say that whole scene is probably that that's like I we all watched this together and um, that was the scene I think we all were like, okay, this is good. This show is good. Like, not in like a good way, but this that's is good. When... I'm happy. <laughs> that's that's yeah. when we were like, we got to do every episode of this show. Yeah. We can't just watch the one. And that's also when I think we were like, this might be a quick little three off uh, kind of deal here. Maybe, maybe won't get a full season, but hey, maybe, I don't know. Well, they've got five episodes with titles on Wikipedia, so Uh, uh, hopefully we'll get at least those five. I mean, we're going to get like seasons and seasons and seasons worth um, because Prodigal Son, more like Popular Son. Was that what we're supposed to say? It's going to be Mad Popular Son. Mad. (laughs) Yeah. Mad Popular Son. Uh, That's right. Joel Um, knows what the kids are saying and mad using mad as like a 
as a you know soup in the place of like super or very you know is mm-hmm. uh is a very popular is mad popular <laughs> right it's like you're gonna be you're gonna be mad at how popular it is mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're gonna be sick of hearing about it you're gonna it. be hot oh uh, yeah so then uh malcolm follows the clues to the fancy party <laughs> um, where the bald killer um has taken his own wife and uh then detective dina comes along and uh she is also taken hostage by the killer um the killer does like punch his wife in the face i think uh to knock her out to uh be able to kill her or whatever and i i mean i didn't like that because i don't like anybody getting punched but it did feel comfortable Mm -hmm. like uh violence against women is is what we know Mm -hmm. what we're used to from the Mm -hmm. orville um so it was good to have that moment here on this episode it was nice. I feel like that was a specific decision for they knew there was going to be a lot of Halston Sage Orville fans watching this episode. <laughs> so they thought, okay, we need to bring some elements of the Orville at least to the pilot. Let's usher in these new fans. Let's welcome them with open arms and show them, you know, like, yes, we will, you know, we like your culture as well. Like, come, yes, come into our land of Prodigal Son. Yes, we do this too. We have, we have punch woman here too or something like that it's very, it's very nice um eventually the prodigal son comes he finds the guy sorry um, i i gotta just I, the fact that he knew this guy was gonna be bald i just whoa he just so smart <laughs> he's like the guy is he's, un- inse- he's like he's insecure about his appearance, but we saw his outline, so we know he's hot. Like, <laughs> what else could it couldn't be, be his? About? It can't be his physique. That thing was pretty solid, right? And so he must. I mean, he couldn't have any sort of facial deformities of balding. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, gr- a genius call, and we knew he was insecure. I don't know how we knew that, but it was oh because he couldn't. He can't come up with his own. Kill. I don't. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I don't know why he was insecure, but he was. Yeah. Um. Well, that was just in the clues. Of course, the clues <laughs> led him to know that the guy was insecure. Um. I hope he reads so, some tea leaves at some point. I hope he says that's the tea. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. Hopefully so. Maybe next episode. Uh. So. The prodigal son, he grabs the uh, the the syringe full of the um, paralytic agents he was going to use to uh, complete the quartet, and he like uh, holds it up to his own arm, like, "Here, take me. Don't take them." Or he's Not like, uh, "Isn't he like?" <laughs> he yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's like, "I'm going to never, kill myself. You'll never be able to complete the quartet. I know how much you just you need to complete." The guy's like, "No, don't steal the." <laughs> the thrill of the quartet from me i must complete it he's like i know you won't shoot me the gun is far too loud like what the fuck like just fucking shoot him and drug the lady and get on with it dude you idiot yeah but it gives just enough time for diamond lou to come in and uh shoot the killer yep He, he He uh, shoots the bad, bald, very insecure killer. Um, (laughs) Kind of a real shot at bald people, just that they're, just to say that, you know, that you're insecure. Like, I don't know. 
feel like that's something <laughs> that I think Jude Law has kind of said, like, everybody that's even, like, balding or anything, like, you know, like, don't worry, we got Jude, and he's kind of setting that standard of being hot and with a receding hairline. And then you got, like, uh, Howie Mandel, who's kind of, like, the bald, like, you know, Xerxes or whatever kind of guy where you're like, okay, well, he's hot and bald, so he's not insecure. So uh, I think it was kind of unfair to say that. And, Are you uh, just going to name every famous bald person and guess whether they're insecure or not? Is that what's <laughs> well, happening? I feel like that's what this show <laughs> wants me to do, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stop there uh, and just say okay. that because the show wants you to think that, but I'm saying that I'm actually saying the opposite. I'm saying that people are confident. Uh, and yes, I had, there have been some hairs in the show, more hairs in the shower. So maybe that is why I'm saying this uh, now. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right there with you, brother. <laughs> it's going, it's going faster than it's coming these days. Oh, buddy, I'm. I've started jacking off with the top of my head to try to, you know. They say you'll have hairy palms, you know. So I'm trying to. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just rubbing my yeah, my, my dong I... with the top of my head these days. <laughs> wow. I could rub my dog with the top of my head. I'd never leave the house. Hey, if I had a nickel for every time I rub my, my dog, oh, I love getting head. <laughs> um, so yeah, after this, uh, Diamond Lou finally tells the other officers the truth about uh, the prodigal son's identity and his father and everything. Uh, I think. Uh, is this where he falls asleep and and uh, has the bad dream and runs out? I think that was before they. Sure. Yeah, somewhere was, in the yeah. middle. <laughs> I think we. Agreed. Yeah, that was earlier. You skipped a big chunk. You're waiting for that, them to kill this uh, insecure guy. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I'm going by the uh, the uh, the Wikipedia account because I did not take <laughs> notes this episode. Uh, maybe next time I will. Who knows? We'll yeah. see. You know, like, I don't know if Wikipedia, nah. there's one part that Wikipedia may, I feel like as you're reading it, kind of got wrong. And that was that, um, it was the way that Lou Diamond Phillips got him to kind of see his dad, like go see his dad was that it was kind of, uh-huh. it was just like very manipulative. He's like, Oh, Hey buddy. Hey buddy. Oh pal. I miss you. What are you doing in my city? Uh, Oh, let's come do this like case with me. Oh, okay. You know, profile the guy. Oh, Lou Diamond knows it's a the Cortez killer, uh, uh, copycat, and so when he finds out, he's like, "What the hell, man? Why'd you do this?" He's like, "I had to be sure, so I had to get you." And then the prodigal son's the one that suggests. He's like, "What do you want me to go see my dad?" And he's like, "No, I would never say that for you to do that." And he's like, "Yeah, because I'm never gonna do it." And then he's like, "But I will if you need it." I don't know. So. But, like, the way, like, Lou Diamond's like, no, no, like, no, but, I mean, hey, if you want, like, look, I mean, I already got you involved in this, so if you want to do it, I think it was just very fucked up, and Lou Diamond Phillips is actually, a, uh, you know, he may be actually the real mastermind here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can oh. delete all that if you want, and just put a big uh, edit mark there, and just, you know, because, um, just, just delete all that. I don't like what I just said. I'm feeling insecure. Just do a big sensor beep <laughs> over the whole thing. Yeah, everybody kind of go like, whoa, beep. whoa, whoa, Kevin. Mm, yeah. Well, I loved every second of it. It's nothing, nothing sets podcast fans off more than being like, 
okay, we record everything and we put no effort into censoring it, but this is the one part we can't have you hearing. Well, because it's a <laughs> they go, no, it's, that's the one part I want to hear. It's almost spoilery, but it's like too, it's like too profound. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk for just a second about the time where he does take a nap in the in the police station. Uh, it, it's weird what? to me that a guy that that sleeps in his house, like strapped to his bed, would just take a nap sitting up in a chair in the police station. Like he isn't even a cop or anything; he's just consulting. Like he can leave at any time. He doesn't have set hours, I don't think. He has a really nice apartment. Just yeah. go take a nap in your like gorgeous apartment. <laughs> but instead, he he sleeps in the the police station, has a night terror, and and goes and and runs somebody over. He runs uh, Nin, uh, Nino Dino. Yeah, over. Dino over. Yep. <clears throat> and he's like, ah, he's like, ah, <laughs> and she's like, it's okay, it's okay. Like all the other cops in the station are like, ah, oh, should we kill this guy? And she's like, it's okay. But she's known this guy for a very little time. I'd be like, shoot his ass. Yeah. Kill this motherfucker. <laughs> he was- I would have loved if they had to treat it like he was sleepwalking and they had to let him just keep running. <laughs> or like running through the city like, behind him. Like, wake him don't up. wake up. He's, sleep- He's still sleeping. Don't it's, wake him it's up. It's bad for you, them. He's just... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that is this episode. Was there anything else? Anybody, any stray thoughts anybody had about uh, Prodigal Son episode one pilot? Yeah, I just don't know if we said uh, it's really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Dynamite performance by the entire cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tightest yeah, writing Dynamite I've ever heard. Phillips. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, I was Prodigal stunned oh, by how good this was. <laughs> It was crazy for me. I thought I would be so bored because there wasn't any space or spaceships or aliens or anything mm-hmm. in the show. But then I, it's like kind of like the serial killer stuff that kind of takes the place of the space stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of cool how like, uh, I mean, it, it was a little crazy, but most of the, the plot points, they made logical sense with each other, which was kind of cool, interesting, um, especially coming from the Oroville. Uh, I didn't <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. Um, and I didn't like that there weren't uh, two jokes in the show. Uh, that made it kind of bad for me. That was the, the one part, Joel, um, I would... I would in, urge you to change about the coming episodes maybe put two jokes into the show how many jokes did you say there were well there was uh, let me give you a hand well, uh, i think that was number one to me I, okay there was, well, there was also, also the, ne- the necrophilia mm-hmm. one yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah true yeah. and he okay also, and then the follow-up i think that's the two. follow-up do you always associate uh violence with sex yes yes and then yeah. three was uh oh the only thing I associate with violence right now is and then he got cut off. Yeah. I count I count that as as one. I I count that yeah, as all yeah. like a chunk. It's like a, a bit. joke plus riffs. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, here's something. Did you think had fun on set. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Here's something. Uh, Sorry, I think, Kev, no, no, here's something <laughs> just just very uh, shocking to me uh, is the creators of the show. Now, I'm just going to read their last names because, you know, I don't want to read their first names, but it's from Fedak and Sclaver. Now, if these those guys don't sound like a couple of fucking Klygon and 
and <laughs> right clap or whatever, you know, then I don't know. So uh, maybe uh, these guys uh, just need a little, I don't know, they sound like Mocklin names. That's all I got to say about it. Sclaver. Sclaver. <laughs> Come on. We have to have said Sclaver. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> But yeah, so I resent my one note that I had about this show. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of a lot of what the like the mom character is the entire thing is a joke. Oh, okay. No, what? Or <laughs> she's just like she's treating him like a baby and it's kind of driving him crazy. Mm-hmm. I got a very oh, I thought you were saying vibe. that like I thought you were saying like the mom wasn't a believable character or that oh, she didn't no. feel real to you. I thought you were saying her, uh, we can all her relate parenting to that. style is a, just a joke to you. Okay. I would never judge. <laughs> yeah, it's all she's been through. I don't have kids, through. so I can't judge. I mean, yeah. I do have cats, so I can judge. But I won't. Um, I thought it would be really funny if the mom also made, like, really big smile and goofy faces. <laughs> and maybe... Just like each episode, a different character is doing big smileys. It's like it's like a disease spreading throughout the prodigal son land until every character is always like has their eyes really wide and smiling. Like that movie, like Truth or Dare, was it? Um, Do you remember the trailer for that movie where it's like a it's like a Final Destination type thing where oh they yeah like get cursed and they have this oh, like yeah. almost like CGI smile on their face as they die yeah, yeah they have the uh, black hole sun video <laughs> smiles yes, yes, that's what yes. this guy reminds me of <laughs> this is like this guy and the Mad TV guy like that like that <laughs> is like what makes this main character we are coming up with names for him and I think I was like. I don't know. We came with like maybe like a Jake Gyllenhaal, William De- Willem Dafoe combo or something. Yeah, he's got a very, a very unique and specific look to him. Yeah, I feel like maybe Michael Sheen saw him acting and then was like, "Oh, I guess I got to do all these fucking big goofy faces <laughs> now to make it seem like I'm his dad or something." Because yeah, if not, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? So he seems like he's like on the verge. Do you think maybe Halston Sage already is a killer, or we will find out she Ooh. might? She's done some killings. Definitely one of the characters we've met is a killer. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Is it Halston Sage? Well, I would, I is would it... say it's probably uh, the the surgeon. Well, yes. <laughs> no, right, right under our noses <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> How how many episodes do you think until the surgeon leaves the cell? Oh like god. Three max. <laughs> yeah. It'll be hard to tell because the cell is so, you know, large and uh <laughs> he's hiding behind the bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> he like pulls open a pulls he like walks in, his dad's not there, he sees a book called Murder, and when he like pulls it out, he sees his dad's eyes behind <laughs> it and he's like something like that. Um, yes. I think there will be before he escapes from the cell. There will be a scene where he comes in, he's not there, and he's like, "Where is he? Oh no!" And then, like you know, they're like, "Oh, he, I was just out for a jog. They let me do a jog or something like that." You know, yeah, you know, just escape, just to set it up. Like, well, he would really be scared if if he left a cell. Um, I guess do 
Hmm. It's hard now because uh, do we do all the other segments? Do we need to well, like rate rating, the episodes? Ratings. We're gonna do rating. This is yeah, and I go first, kiss, and I yes. say, <laughs> I say, uh, four four out of four. Uh, oh. The quartet, perfect score. I took it. Nobody else can do it. <laughs> four out of four quartets. Okay, I'm, go- I'm ready. <laughs> okay, ten. Go for it. Twenty-three out of twenty-three kills. Okay, oh, perfect score. Shit. Pretty good. Okay, Kevin, do you have anything? Uh, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a J and a T. I love you, JT. <laughs> best, best character no, on the show. <laughs> that's the best score I've ever seen. A J and a T. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it two out of two wide, crazy eyes. <laughs> Ooh, that's crazier than a J and a T. Two, how two many, wide eyes. <laughs> How, how many teeth do okay. adult humans have? Oh, 32. That's my next That's score. That's 23 backwards. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. What if he was like the... Wow. What if he was Layers. like a surgical dentist? What if that's really what he was? <laughs> He's like, please call me the surgeon. <laughs> I'm kind of insecure about being a dental surgeon. Yeah, at first, the eyes, they set me off. I didn't, I didn't know if I would like this show because I'm used to... Uh, Seth MacFarlane's very small eyes, uh, so, so I wasn't sure if I would like this show with the Prodigal Son's very huge anime boy eyes. But I've decided I like it after all. Do you think Fox heard us always doing jokes about Seth's tiny eyes and was like that? And then they looked at the bad ratings and they were like, "I think we can't get rid of we can't get rid of Seth." So like they'll go to Hulu, but. With this next, with this replacement one, we do have to severely overcompensate for those tiny eyes and get us some some views. Eyes of the windows to a soul, right? So you think like, mm-hmm. you know, say no more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if they did do that, then they're on the right track because the prodigal son is mad popular, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, now I'm going to cut the earlier part where we were talking about how Joel said this. <laughs> um, other podcasts, uh, luckily, I looked on uh, iTunes. I didn't see any other podcast about Prodigal Son. Like, there's a lot of stuff about the Bible and, like, um, religion and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool that they're, that community is kind of... Um, latching on to the prodigal son and uh <laughs> making their own thing out of it that's interesting like i would not have necessarily gone that way watching this show it's very scary and very um twisted in a way um but it's cool that they've uh they've they made it their own i i would prefer if there's any other podcasts that have prodigal son in the title or whatever that they maybe change their name or or whatever but i understand maybe they got here before we did um that's okay so long as you're not actually talking about the show prodigal son uh you can continue to exist for now uh and i'll have joel and and the legal team over at fox maybe look into getting some ceases and desists out there we don't we don't have to go after anybody although um planetary union podcast can still you know kiss my ass i'm so fucking pissed off at those guys um but but mm, you know got, whatever yeah. yeah they can enjoy all those hulu episodes okay. um whatever enjoy paying out your asshole 
Exactly. Hope the fucking Patreon numbers are up enough uh, to afford that shit. It's okay. We got the Fox contract. (laughs) They're actually starting to call us the quartet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's really good. Um, I'm sure there's never going to be another episode where they talk about the quartet again, but there's, there's gonna be like the next one's gonna be like the trio, like I mean, they killed three people, and then eventually they're gonna run out. I think, uh, which is yeah. unfortunate. And that's when he'll escape to go do some more killings. Yeah, like oh, they're it's repeating the Uno killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting that uh, real quick wild wild pick four. The uh the Sorry. the surgeon would um. What what do you call it? like euthanize? Not euthanize, but uh, tranquilize the people with a, just a spot of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all it took. It was a spot yep. of tea, laced with ketamine. Ah, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I thought he just had some really wild tea. Ketamine. That's probably how the Australians say that. It's a ketamine. <laughs> Okay, I do have to go soon. <laughs> I don't know. If okay, okay, okay. I'm just getting into the good stuff. I just want to remind all the listeners that the main character is how he sounds. He's always like, oh, you mate. What's going on? Okay. Uh, Twitter, the Twitter segment. We'll, we'll continue to do the Twitter Uh, this is really good this week because the prodigal son at prodigal son Fox um, on Twitter, they're <laughs> confirmed and everything. Um, this is the official account for the show. Of course, our account will be the official podcast account for the show, but um, the official account for the show itself, like every day they like to post uh, daily affirmations. <laughs> uh, so today's was today's daily affirmation. Stop telling yourself, I can't do this. Start telling yourself, how can I do this? Man, if we don't see that on yeah. a mirror in episode two, I'm going to be really confused. <laughs> There's got to be like maybe in a coffee shop somewhere that's written, I hope. Um, that or like, you know, we talked about this. The prodigals on social media team is in crisis mode. <laughs> I feel like my my thing with the whole daily affirmation like culture is it doesn't seem like the correct cadence for affirmations. Like you can't it can't be just for one day that you're asking yourself how can I do this, you know? I feel oh. like it should be an annual affirmation. Or how something. can I do this also doesn't sound that affirming to me. It's like how can I do this? That's how I would take it. Yeah, it's like, Uh, yeah, it's not good. Yesterday's was, I'm in charge of how I feel today. Um, Like the the owner of the account was just saying that for themselves? (laughs) I guess so. Okay. Either that or they're taking on the persona of the prodigal son. And this is how he's dealing with just having this. Just (laughs) Well, if you could imagine if your father was the surgeon, you know, you grow up in this prominent family. um, Oh, 
And, uh, you know, you know, somehow I think probably they got so prominent because they're like, look at them. These two little 13 year olds raising that baby boy. <laughs> He's already a surgeon. <laughs> She's having dinner with the Egyptian consulate. It's so cool. And that's how you get prominent. But then, you know, obviously, um, because he's a killer, and then you know, so then you know he's uh, he has to give those daily affirmations to himself just to stay sane. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, the, the- tomorrow's gonna be like I will not become my father and kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make a little more sense if that's what they were really, but. Murder is not the answer for like eight straight days. (laughs) But if you're ever feeling down or whatever, just head on over to the Prodigal Son Twitter feed. If you feel like you can't get through your day, you know. I follow Johnny Son, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and (laughs) the Prodigal Son. Johnny Son and Prodigal Son. Son My brother is just that. <laughs> yeah, I think Johnny Sun's gonna show up in one of these episodes. <laughs> um, I guess that's all the. I uh, think there's one more segment. There's one more segment. You have to assign the rising sun and the setting sun. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the best and worst performer of the day? Oh wow! <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm cool with just being high noon right in the middle. <laughs> if I can just stay there, that's okay. Because I thought maybe maybe this segment could just go away with the change. Be, like we didn't. Have to... I want to be the. I want to be high noon. That's that's when I shine the brightest, right? That's when I'm. That's really true. Um, I think there's Too more beauty in a so sunrise, much. though. I actually think the sunset is the most beautiful, even though some people... All right, you, you so know. you can be the setting sun, then. <laughs> okay, there we go. We set it up. Great. Okay, so Tana's rising sun. Fuck. Miranda's rising <laughs> Kevin's setting sun. Look. There I, we go. We've done it. I'm the worst, but it's just so beautiful to watch, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something, maybe... Yes, the the purples, the the, yeah, the hues. Uh, it's like God took out his, uh, you know, his paintbrush and said, "Yeah, uh, you suck." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we would do one final segment, a new a new thing. Uh, let's watch the promo for the next episode. Ooh, that's Ooh, okay. Fun. Okay, wait. Okay, oh, so oh, uh, go over to the tab. Oh, oh, his face. This episode's called Annihilator. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's called Annihilator. Here we go. I've been seeing new things. Ooh, temptations are in it. I found the girl in the box. There wasn't any girl. This crime scene is seriously messed up. That's my special. I'm a homicide. Quad. I need your help. Let's get to work. Every killer has their signature. So you're a team now, father and son, solving crimes. Is there some kind of family reunion going on? Yay! We're called the Animal Hall's murder. Like father, like son. Don't let him into your mind. I've been remembering things. 
about my childhood. Be careful, Malcolm. Perhaps it's better if you don't. Prodigal Son, all new next Monday on oh, Fox. Shit. Wow. <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone is like a seven and a half minute long song, and they took out everything except for just Papa was a Papa was a Papa was a Rolling I don't know, Stone they over and over again. And when he died, like this shows about murder, that just just put that in there. Yeah, come on. Well, <laughs> don't let but him maybe, in your mind. Oof. Yeah, maybe he, his memories can't be trusted. Oof. Wow. Wow, a little scary. Um, if you don't have your memories, what do you have? This uh, this preview reminded me that there's another character who is the uh, I guess the medical examiner um, who does the autopsies and stuff, and I guess she's gonna have a bigger role in this episode. Um, they kind of had a little doctor. I was gonna say they celebrate her a lot on the uh, Twitter. Like she gets a lot of retweets and. Uh, she got a shout out on her birthday and stuff like that. So yes, I think she's going to be a big character on the show. I think there's a little, uh, you Maybe know, she's the killer because she's the surgeon, basically. Oh whoa, wow, whoa. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah, that's Could pretty, you pretty you fucked up. Can you guys imagine? Joel yeah, might not want I us agree. to have that in. Uh, great, great show, great job. Gotta go. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Okay, bye, Miranda. Bye, I love Miranda, you. I love you. Well, I guess Miranda's not gonna get the. Bye. I love you. I already got the high noon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>